Hello. Forgotten left uh, an elk hide on the table here. Not words you hear very often. Elk. Great stuff. Really tough and yet very soft. Um, I talk about a lot of important points on the, the what's going on uh, videos and. I'd been hearing now for the past week and a half on a, a lot of uh, military maneuvers, and a lot of people, and I know that's not the case, I've seen it actually here in Kentucky, but it's happening in a lot of different places. I've been getting a lot of pictures and videos from different people. There's also an enormous amount of stuff on Twitter. Um, people are saying, well, this is just normal military drills for this time of the year, like ROTCs and reserve units. They're saying, uh, yeah, it's just National Guard. This is typical summer training for National Guard. A lot of Marines and actually a, an enormous amount of a lot of uh, ex-military say this is not normal. Some of these and the videos that I've seen I know are not normal for a few different reasons. Let's uh, go over a few of these. Um, sending uh, choppers and tank uh, convoys uh, doing non-normal maneuvers, uh, videos of tons of tanks in Idaho Falls streets. This is not normal because it, uh, those uh, tank treads actually uh, wreck uh, the pavement. Um, a long line of them. I saw at least uh, 20 vehicles. Uh, a B-2 bomber flying at extremely low altitude in South Florida. There's plenty of video on that. You could find it on Twitter and uh, Telegram and other places, long lines of, uh, of uh, tanks and military vehicles uh, rolling through downtown Philly. Um, Osprey, uh, which hybrid type of chopper, is, uh, they say, well, this is uh, typical because uh, the president is making a visit to California. That may or may not be the case, but you can see them landing in a park in an uh, actual neighborhood in uh, California. Um, the military people, other than the, the hybrid, uh, excuse me, other than the Ospreys landing in the, uh, the neighborhood in uh, California there, they state declaratively that this is not normal. And this is true that there are normal military drills, uh, National Guard, uh, ROTC and whatnot uh, this time of year. But what's actually been seen is uh, extraordinary and it is not normal military drills. Many, many, many military and ex-military make declarative statements about this, that this is absolutely not normal. Uh, I'll let you take your pick on this. I'm only interested in presenting the evidence and making logical, informed uh, decisions and conclusions based upon a lot of uh, stuff that's actually seen. A lot of people actually take a lot of anomalous things and try to tie them together and, you know, embroil people in some sort of uh, irrational fear-mongering. I'm certainly never interested in doing that. I can tell you what thousands, literally thousands of you are reporting to me that I also too experienced yesterday and I've done polls on a lot of people including live stream. I got three bags of absolutely nothing, two packages of eggs, two little hunks of turkey, uh, two packages of cheap English muffins, two packages of cheese, um, a little bit of coffee. That was $75. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're fat. You need to cut back on what you eat anyway. I know someone's going to stick that joke in there. That's perfectly fine. Countless thousands of you over the year and a half plus that I've been talking to you, and grocery prices continue 
to go up or reporting to me that you, you've told me this, thousands of you, no exaggeration, literally, and I'm always doing this poll and live stream and whatnot, that you're hovering right on the edge. People are living, living on their credit cards, and that has to end at some point. You're making minimum payments. You keep pushing your credit card limit up and up and up. Thankfully, credit cards are unsecured debt. If you don't know what unsecured debt is, you should look that up. But that's still, I mean, that's, that's right at the breaking point. I can tell you with literal, and I, I don't mean this figuratively, with 100% certainty um, that I can sense the zeitgeist and the stress around me. People are, it's not PTSD, it is, they're, they're living in fear, of course, and people are afraid, they get angry, and they get, uh, they lash out like an animal. I see this and worse around me. Um, everything really kind of is on the brink. I'm just, I'm 100% certain it's going to break over. It's going to go, the wheels on the bus are going to fall off and things are, you need to say, you know, jump the, jump the shark and go off the cliff. You could say it's going to be a rough ride down the side of the cliff. Um, make whatever analogies you will, but I have 100% certainty that this is going on. Countless people in Europe, I hear from Ireland and France and Deutschland, um, Hungary, Romania, Italy, England, Ireland, Scotland. I hear from a lot of Scots, a lot of Irish, a lot of Brits. This is going on. It's, it's going to break. It's going to break. And this, of course, is their plan. By their plan, I kind of humorously, even though it's not funny, refer to them as Hydra. This is WEF, uh, several different entities that you can collectively call Hydra. I know everybody wants to talk about uh, the failed coup in Russia, the Prigozhin. Um, people say, well, it's probably paid for by the CIA or NSA. I can't speculate as to that. It possibly could have been, but it seems more like a red flag uh, effort uh, concocted by Putin and Prigozhin, um, that this is a false flag that Prigozhin ran. He's supposedly been extradited as, uh, um, uh, you know, shipped off to Belarusia, Belarusia, which basically is Russia for all that matter. Um, there are many valid points that, uh, that this false flag involves a double-sided or two-pronged attack on Ukraine from the north, from Belarusia, and uh, from the south, um, which is where um, um, Prigozhin's, uh, and there are a lot of uh, ex-convicts, and they're the roughest, toughest bunch, and they are mercenaries of Wagner. Um, that'll be a two-sided attack on Ukraine sometime in the near future. Now, Prigozhin is a 20-plus, they're both from St. Petersburg. Formerly, when they grew up, it was Leningrad. Yeah? I lived in Leningrad, too. Very beautiful city. Prigozhin and Lenin are both from Leningrad. Prigozhin and Putin are kind of like identical twins, even though they're not twins at all. I mean, these, people, these guys, you know, had a bromance going on for over 20 years. The idea that, uh, and of course, Putin came out, I watched the speech literally three times, from Putin that, uh, you know, 
that Putin is in some way hostile or now you know, an enemy with Prigozhin. This feigns credulity. I just uh, find it completely implausible, completely impossible. It has been stated that the U.S. military intel knew that this would happen, probably from intel interception, as early as uh, the earliest part of this month in June. So apparently the U.S. military knew that this you know, false coup um, would happen. All of this, I'm about 100% certain, is a red flag concocted by Putin and his best bro, a Prigozhin, and there's going to be a two-pronged attack. I've told you a million times that Putin does not have a reverse gear. I mean, he does not have a reverse gear. Um, all the talk about, uh, you know, us winning uh, and, uh, you know, the Russians losing in, uh, in the conflict, I'm kind of hesitant to say because the algorithms are always listening into U-K-R-A-I-N-E. This just is total lies. The people that actually do know with feet on the ground and high levels of intel access say that, you know, that Russia is losing is absolute uh, hardcore bunk. Um, I've told you many times that Russia is a huge gas station and military uh, weapons depot, and it absolutely is. Um, a lot of the people in France, um, and this has literally been hidden in every aspect of U.S. media, that the fires and the protests in France have been completely suppressed. Um, the last big one that I know of, and there's probably more big ones, are just not uh, finding out about them, is a town hall was set fire in uh, Bordeaux. Um, so the French are uh, upset at the, the tyranny from uh, Macron, and they're upset at the WEF agenda that's raging on hardcore in France. I've heard from a lot of French. Um, and they told me that uh, it was the last straw that broke the camel's back, and they actually weren't upset over some nuances about raising the retirement age. They, a lot of French told me that, you know, that was the raising, that it was just the last straw that broke the camel's back. Um, the stuff out of, uh, you know, where all the farmers are protested in... Uh, in the Netherlands, um, about where you can't actually build another home, and you're, if you have too many rooms, I forget the exact details. You have too many rooms, you have to have other people live with you. What if you like were two people living in a house with those four bedroom, and then the government said that you had to invite other people to live in because you had all this extra space that was being unused, and you weren't being friendly to the environment. I mean, this is just like some radical insanity. Uh, my buddy in Australia sends me links every day, several times a day, actually. Um, it turns out that two-thirds of Aussies now absolutely cannot pay bills on time anymore. The same thing happening in Australia is happening here, except it's happening worse and faster in Australia. Australia's had absolutely really, really nasty tyranny these past few years of this the great evil from Hydra, as I'll call it, that's been going on. Uh, rent crisis in Australia, where I've seen the video, my buddy sent it to me in Australia. Hundreds of people are fighting over one tiny dumpy apartment. Hundreds of people. Nobody, the same as here in the United States, can't afford a home anymore. And how do you rent? I guess your people are going to have to be like a college, a house now is going to be like a college dorm or a flop house, like 
there'd be three families or four or five different individuals in a small home and you're just, you know, you're collectively, you barely have enough money to pay the rent. Apparently this is going on in Australia. It's going on here as well. The idea of home ownership, the great American dream, is completely dead. You know, if, as Hydra wants, X number of billions of people uh, croak like a frog in the uh, very near future, which they have admitted, including old, uh, old, uh, you know, the zit face guy that runs the software company that I can't stand. He's stated we need a few billion less people in the world. He's... It's not my opinion, it's not a conspiracy, it's a fact, he said it. If that happens, then, you know, I guess houses will be cheap at that point in time. Um, so, you know, hundreds of people lined up to fight over one dumpy apartment in Australia. Um, once again, I tell you this with 100% certainty, and I almost never make declarative statements like that, unless I'm totally positive. The only way out for the United States, where all these countries are lining up against the U.S. dollar, BRICS, um, and by the way, every expert agrees that things can turn on a dime within 72 hours. Banks close. You know, civilization is the thinnest crust over the largest volcano imaginable. I've said that many times. That the only way out, and there's only two ways out, it could be one or the other, it could be both, for the United States in this debt crisis uh, is uh, central bank digital currency and or war. There's only those two ways out. The Fed can only print so much paper, push so much paper. There's only those two ways out. And both of them are, are, are serious, serious evil. I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm being rational here. Those are the only two ways out. War and uh, CBDC, Fed Now Coin, which kicks off, by the way. July is only like four days away. It kicks off in July. I don't know if you know that. Go look up FedNowCoin. A lot of information being fed to me about uh, people's farms being poisoned. I've heard a lot of beekeepers or bees are killed in Tasmania. Um, Denmark, of course, killing off the farms. Ireland, uh, where they're, you know, they're spreading the green agenda. And, you know, the cows have remained the same as far as people farming cows. But they want to kill off 200,000 plus cows. Uh, this guy's called Rizuki Farms. Uh, yeah, Rizuki? Rizuki, yeah. His, uh, everything in his farms were sprayed overnight with some unknown chemical. Everything was just slaughtered. That was his income. I've heard many, many reports of this. The one that I mentioned, Rizuki Farms, there's palpable video and evidence. This guy didn't do it himself. That's his own source of income. He also eats off of that and he sells it. Now it's all absolute garbage. Everything, every crop, tomatoes, everything. Every damn thing was destroyed. Somebody sprayed it overnight. Um, yeah, but these military drills are not normal. The U.S., I don't know if you know this or not, has slipped from four. It used to be number four on a freedom index of economic freedom. There's personal freedom index, personal freedom indexes, and economic freedom indexes. So this is about economic freedom indexes. U.S. has slipped from slot number four to number 25. That just came out. That is from Heritage Foundation. Um, and also, to the HFI, the Human Freedom Index. So, it slipped from four to slot number 25. It's true that you, me, and the rest of us are basically trapped in a sort of way. There's, you know, it's all about escaping the system. It really is. That, you know, we feel like we can't escape 
because our properties are taxed, our income is taxed, you know, what you buy is taxed, even though you've already paid taxes on that earned income. And when you go to sell it, you get desperate for money, you get taxed on that. People are getting torn down, but they're also, too, letting themselves get torn down because they just don't know a way out. Um, there's a meme that actually keeps passing around the world recently, and it says the, 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 biggest, uh, the biggest scam on earth is a J-O-B, a job, and, and it really is true. I, even if I end up homeless and I'm like growing my own fruits and veggies on the farm... I don't care, you know, I can scrape enough, uh, thankfully property taxes in Kentucky are very cheap, I can scrape up enough money to pay property taxes. If that happens, fine, you know, I can get out of the system, um, but people are getting torn down, they're working for, this is the reason why customer service has gotten so demonically horrible, and it absolutely has. We're working for a paycheck that doesn't even pay the bills, there's a... There's a debt calc, I mean, an income calculator from uh, the year of the Great Depression. And if we adjust for inflation, the person, the average person back then was making $88,000 a year. And they didn't have anywhere near as many taxes, by the way. But adjusted for inflation, imprinted back on the, the, great, uh, uh, the great Collapse, was it 1922, right? I probably have the year wrong. I was thinking he's 1922. Anyway, when it was done, uh, adjusted for inflation, reversely so, $88,000 a year. Now the average income in the United States is, we don't have to adjust for income today, was $36,000 a year, I believe. So the person in the year of the Great Depression, the average income adjusted was 88000 But today it is like thirty-six. That tells you kind of everything you need to know. We are actually working more. People used to talk about uh, labor laws and whatnot, you know, back when we had kids making shoes at the age of six in the Victorian uh, era in England. You know, I had the kids just like working in a sweatshop, basically. We're working more now, the average worker is in the United States, than they were working, not the, the kids, which, of course, child labor is horrible, Talk about your average uh, daily worker. We're working way more now than they were back then in the, these horrible Victorian uh, Victorian eras. I mean, did they live uh, cheap and poor? Yeah, they did, but I mean, they had more free time and, you know, they had a lot more freedoms uh, than we have. I mean, I can certainly attest to that. I work seven days a week. I just, I pine for a day off. I mean... My donations are down 95%. Uh, you know, I'm perpetually doing leather work. I, it just, I thought I was going to die early this week because I was just so worn out. I basically didn't sleep for three days. Uh, you know, I kind of collapsed at like 8 a.m. on Monday. I was like, man, if I don't get some sleep, I'm just going to croak here. You know, obviously I have a roof over my head and I'm fat. I'm not starving to death. I'm not complaining. I, you know, I am righteously well aware and a very appreciative of uh, whatever little that I have. I have wisdom and that's the only thing I truly cherish. Um, but I see people so torn down, they're so angry because they're scared and they're upset and they're like me in whatever fashion. You know, and you as well, where you're working twice as hard to make half as much. Let me, let's just be brutally honest here. 
you and I, and I've been making these plans for years, have always been, the word prepper, I can't stand prepper. When they show these prepper shows, they show some of the least intelligent people imaginable with like fantastical crazy notions. It's just, just kind of a lot of cray-cray. Yeah, I'm, I'm rational. We need to have systems in place where we can actually adjust ourselves slowly, you know, like getting out of the system, because this system is a freaking trap. Um, never hesitate to diversify your assets. Asset diversification is incredibly important. Don't trust your bank. I've never, I've seen so much stuff over the years. I would never, ever trust a bank. I only keep enough, not that I have any freaking money anyway. Don't trust the, the bank at all. I keep enough in there to pay bills and like go get groceries and whatnot, but I don't. Money is in the bank. It is not your money. It is the bank's money. People say, well, it's FDIC insured. That is true, but it's also, too, a huge lie because the fine print on FDIC insurance means that they can pay it back in dribs and drabs over a long period of time where they'll still be paying it like long after you die of old age. You can go look that up, too, by the way. Um, also, too, I grew up, and you probably grew up, you know, like, oh, I made 30 bucks, and there's this awesome thing that's 30 bucks. I really want it, but you don't need it. You and I... Um, and I've adjusted my life, you know, I don't know, a decade, two decades ago, to look at it accurately, that you have to look at every dollar uh, made and think of it, how can you and I put it to work for us uh, to make passive income? We need to look at money, you know, like little, uh, you know, peasants, like children. I don't that I have children, but, you know, little Johnny takes out the garbage, little Sally does the laundry, um, little Stevie vacuums the living room. We need to look at our money kind of like children in that sense. Yeah, because they have to pitch in, you know, because mom and dad pay the bills. And at least little Johnny could do is take out the garbage. At least little Stevie can do is vacuum the house and, you know, whatever, mow the yard. We have to look at our money that way, and basically nobody does. Like we see something fascinating. Oh, I really want this garbage. And it's never going to give you a return in your money. I mean, some few things do, but most, of course, don't. We have to look at it like that. You know, like, my sewing machines are like that. I mean, these are really, really expensive, but they have paid for themselves many, 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 many times over. I have four of them here. You can't see, you see one here. There's another one here, another one over here, another one over there. <laughs> There's many, many, many hundreds of pounds of super heavy industrial sewing machines in this frigging room. Um, and we have to have skills. Filling our heads full of useful facts, useless facts in most cases. Who gives a damn? Having the skills to build things and fix things is invaluable. It's like a bank inside of your own mind, which is a mental toolbox. I know how to fix stuff. I know how to build stuff. I know how to make stuff. Way, way better than anything you got educated on in uh, public school. Um, I know for a fact, and you know this is undeniable, that people are not living anymore. They're just surviving. Uh, a model that I've lived at, uh, lived with most of my life is get it while you could get it. In other words, it's important for survival to keep you alive. Start hoarding things that uh, are important to keep you alive. Survival things, food stuff, first aid kits, land if possible. Sprouting seeds, planting seeds, they're both seeds, but 
One's for planting and growing and cultivating, and the other ones are uh, for uh, uh, sprouts, like alfalfa sprouts, mung bean, on and on and on. Um, land is really, really important. Um, if you're in the United States, my top two would be uh, land and lead. I'll let you figure out what the lead is in reference to. Land and lead. Number three would be learning. Um, if at all possible, invest in platinum. Right now, platinum is $920 an ounce. Typical premium on platinum, depending on what it is, the rue, a maple leaf. Don't buy American Eagles. The premium is too high. It's basically $120 per ounce uh, over spot price. So uh, if you want something small and portable, don't buy gold. Its true value is between $800 to $1,200. Platinum right now is super cheap. I don't give investment advice, but I'm telling you flat out, if you want something valuable and portable, the answer is platinum. Silver is great, but $30,000 worth of silver is a huge honking amount. Basically, that's like 75 pounds. $30,000 of platinum, which would be basically 30 ounces. I mean, you could fit that in your friggin' pocket. I hope you like this video. Please comment below on anything that you've noticed. I read every comment and other people read your comments. Thank you so much for watching. If you ever like these videos, not just this video, but any, any donation is very, very much appreciated. Thank you very much. I hope you have a lovely week and thank you for watching.